Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, Fairway Woods, Irons, and Hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction gift. Guarantee. Now on the team. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well... Fun. Hey, of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Well, hello there and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, pleased as always to be alongside Bob Casper, son of 1970 Masters champion Billy Casper. It was great to see those highlights from 1970 and see Billy win that green jacket and a playoff over Gene Littler. Uh, hope you enjoyed some of the Masters talk. Hey, still to come on this uh, this show, we got a great one for you. We're going to welcome in Jason Sobel from the Action Network, get his take on a new schedule which has been announced on the PGA Tour, set to begin in Colonial June 8th. So we are all hoping for that to happen. We'll hear what Jason thinks uh, might happen uh, coming up later this hour. And then on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy, Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel, weighs in on the schedule announcement as well as uh, hopefully uh, we're scheduled to catch up with Boyd Summerhays, teacher of the stars on the PGA Tour, <laughs> including the likes of Tony Finau. So that's all straight ahead. We hope you uh, are doing well, that you're staying healthy, and we appreciate you taking time to tune in to our little golf talk show that we've been doing now for 21 years. And we we love this game of golf. We love the opportunity to talk about it, to uh, share our passion with you, and we love to hear from you as well. You can hit us up on our social feeds, at Real Golf is our Twitter handle. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you're enjoying or getting your golf fix during these times and how you're staying sane through your love of golf and what you're looking forward to the most, which is something I want to talk about too, Bob. You yeah. know, you think about the storylines and, and all that, that was happening before this interruption. And it's hard to remember some of those, but before we kind of get into all that, how are you doing? How you, what, what's keeping you busy and sane during this time? Well, you, you know, you just, I, I totally enjoyed last week watching all the masters, coverage. I, yeah. I, I totally enjoyed it on the weekend. I loved watching Tiger Woods win his championship from last year. Uh, his insights as Jim Nance was talking to him there on the back nine, that, that was really cool. But as far as my family, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're trying to stay hunkered down as much as we can. We go to the grocery store every once in a while, but you know, we're just, we're just not doing a lot. I have a son that's getting married this, you know, today, this afternoon, have a, we're going to have a small little ceremony in, in a backyard and uh, keep as many people away as possible. But it's it's all good. It's it's fun being with family. Well, we'll talk. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Harrison and his uh, lovely new bride. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and discuss all of it next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. 
To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new ChromeSoft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. It's brought to you in part by our good friends at Callaway Golf and makers of the new Maverick Driver, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, and Irons. There's more distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Uh, check out CallawayGolf.com, and uh, you can find out more. Plus, the fitting podcast is out. They'll tell you a little bit more about the Max Driver, which I heard, Bob, is actually they're kind of calling it their sleeper right now. Mm. A lot of the better players tend to dismiss these Max-type clubs, but apparently there's some there's some hidden distance in there that is worth exploring. So uh, I'm looking at you, Bob. You might want some of that. Well, I went distance. with the standard, I know. which I heard there's hidden distance there because they've uh, designed it on the underneath to go better through the through the air. Yeah, a little better aerodynamic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt about it. Uh, so, yeah, plus all the AI that they have in that, you got to check it out. It's I've been playing the Sub-Zero, and my driving has never been better. If I can get my short game on point, I'm going to be having – some record low scores for me this year. It's it's pretty darn exciting. All right. Uh, and, yes, we are playing some golf. Bob, I got 
Let, let, let's start out. First things first. Did you get a, did you get your fix last week with the masters? I mean, I thought they did as good of job as possible was showing all of the, you know, the reruns of some of the, uh, and the highlights of some of the great masters in the past. And, and I particularly enjoyed watching the 1970 masters with your dad. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was fun to see. And, you know, I mean, I obviously wasn't around for that one. And, but did you, was it enough? Did you, did it wet your whistle enough to get you to November? Oh yeah. I'm oh. ready for November. Definitely. I, you know what? I really enjoyed watching the final round of last year's masters again to see and remember exactly what transpired and what happened and the strokes between players and how it all shuffled out and the guys hitting it in the water on 12 out of the last three groups, you know, four out of the last six guys hitting it in the water. And I, it, it was really, really interested. And then, and then to see tiger come on and just kind of take a hold of the thing, making birdies and playing some great golf coming down the stretch. And then to see the, you know, the, I guess when his kids came up to him after, after he was done and what that meant to him. And, and the other thing I really liked was how they talked with the players um, on the back nine, how they talked with tiger. I saw, I saw Phil's first in 2004 um, when he made one of my the, favorites, the spread Eagle jump and yeah. that kind of thing. And how we talked about that. Um, I thought that was pretty cool that they brought those guys in on, on Skype or whatever to, to discuss exactly what was going through their minds. Yeah. I, I'll tell you the thing that I kept going through my mind, Bob was the question that I asked Tony Finau after his, his round final round last, uh, last year, I wanted to say last week, last year. And I said, what did you, well, tell me, take me through your shot on 12. And he said he was a little in between clubs. Okay. Stop mm-hmm. me if you've heard this one before, yep. you know, I mean, and, and he said, so he decided to go with the, you know, he's kind of like, do I hit a hard nine? Do I go with it? He goes, I decided to hit a chip cut eight. <laughs> okay. And I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to just look, I love Tony. Obviously he's one of, you know, I, I posted some stuff on Facebook that I reposted about how, how much I admire Tony, but I wanted to grab him by the shoulders and shake him and say, how many times have you watched this tournament? How many green jackets have been rinsed in Ray's Creek by people trying to cut it to that right flag location? You don't cut it on 12. Just you hit it don't. over the bunker. Yeah, just, did you see what Tiger did? He hit it straight over the bunker. You well, just hit what, it straight over the bunker. And what Tiger talked about on the 12th hole was that tongue of the bunker that comes down in. He decided, since those guys had hit it in the water, to hit it that tongue and, and, and bring it a little left. He said, normally if he would have been behind, he would have hit it at the tongue and slid it a little bit to the right, but he chose to hit it at the tongue and a little left. So, and, and you two putt for your par and you move on and you move on. Yeah. It's just, I can't tell you how, and obviously look, I've never been in a situation where I've stood on that tee uh, with what, what are we, seven holes to play at that point in time uh-huh. with a chance to win a green jacket and enter immortality in the golf world and all that goes along with winning that? I mean, your mind must be completely destroyed, I would guess, in a lot of senses, right? I yeah. mean, but that's where <laughs> just... Well, and that's the other thing Tiger said also was the wind. He, he saw how the ball got up uh-huh. there, and when it hit its pinnacle, how the wind hit it and made it die, and he, he understood that that's what was going to happen because he's had a lot of trips around that golf course mm-hmm. before. 
So he knows what happens when you get down to that point. Um, and, and the wind was pretty consistent when the ball got out there, it hit it and then it, and, and then it died. And what kind of a um, shot hits the wind the most? Or does the well, wind hit the most? It's killed by the wind is a cut. A cut. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Which is what makes that such a great hole. Yes. And so, yes. again, I, I just, that's why I think about the guys like when Weirsy won in 03, when Phil made his charge, you were right there calling that shot for CBS radio. And, um, you know, the lefties have a draw into that flag. Yes. I, to me, that's a, that's a huge advantage. Bubba, Bubba has a draw into that flag. Yes. You know, so, or if you do play your cut shot, guess what? If the wind hits it, you're going to the short side of the green, not yes. the long side of the green. So I, I, all the way around, I think that's a huge advantage for a lefty. I'm not saying that, that a, a lefty should win, but I w- I'd be curious, in fact, to see lefty stats on 12 balls, Carrying Rays Creek versus not yeah. carrying Rays Creek, you know, yeah. it just be yeah. it'd be interesting to see. So, mm-hmm. but it, but for me, I, I grabbed all my master stuff out. We talked about this last week. I had my cups. I still have my cup. I had my shirt on my hat. I was I was all geeked out, and to sit down and watch some of that definitely. I, I guess it gave me, it, it increased my appetite. I'm not so yes. sure it wet my whistle, but it increased my appetite. Yes, it and did. I'm just anxious to get back there. I'm so glad it's still on the schedule. Here's hoping that that will remain and that we'll be able to play some golf. Speaking of schedule, Bob, yep. uh, it was announced this week that the new schedule is is has been adjusted. And again, this could all be adjusted again, depending on what, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was very... Um, important to note that the PGA Tour said, Jay Monahan pointed out, look, we are taking our cues from the national health organizations. We, we the leading health organizations, we, we, will, we will make sure it's safe. But what we know right now is it looks like a June 8th start and the first four events will be Sands Spectators. It's going to be a quiet, empty golf course. Quiet, empty golf course, which is, which is kind of tough. Um, you know, you get some distraction because of the people that kind of thing. But the most important thing is when you have fans and you're playing well and you hit good shots and you make birdies, you can kind of feed off that 13th man, those fans that are around the golf course that are watching. And it really kind of helps the players to be able to uh, keep in, in the middle of stuff and, and build some momentum. So for four weeks, the first four weeks of the, of the, of the tour, June through the first week in July, we're not going to see any fans, which is going to be a totally different experience. And you can also get a sense of what's going on around the golf course by how yeah. the fans are reacting to those that are playing up in front of you or behind exactly. you. I just can't wait till we're watching this thing. And uh, you've all of, sudden, there. all of a sudden you hear, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from the player. Yeah. And it's the player and, you, and, and people look around and go, oh, JT McBurdy back there. Sounds like you know it's going to remind me of a glorified mini tour event. <laughs> <laughs> it will for a lot of guys. I'll bet it does. I know. But it brings back those memories. nobody around. Yeah. You're just playing. <laughs> Look, he, I, I applaud the PGA Tour. We're all going a little stir crazy. And not, not, not just stir crazy, maybe a little crazy uh, from, from holing up here. And we're doing what we have to do. And we certainly applaud all the healthcare workers and everyone that's doing their job. There's so many that are out there and it's just awesome to see the way people step up, but there there's a hunger for getting some sense of normalcy as quick as possible as which is involves as, as soon as possible. That's that safety allows. So even if it's without spectators to give us something to do, to give us something to watch, to, to take that. I love that golf has the opportunity to, to lead out on this, to, to, 
offer some relief and they can because of the setting it's outside it's it's the perfect venue it doesn't require a stadium it doesn't require an arena it's a perfect venue to lead out and And limited support staff yeah right uh so from all of that standpoint i i think that that we're in good shape now we got to hit on some of the key points what it means with this new schedule. So coming up next, Jason Sobel, senior writer with the Action Network, is going to join us, and uh, we'll break down the new schedule, go through it with you, and then we'll have some more reaction as we continue. Thanks for joining us. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state of the art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. 
for real. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Odyssey. You know, when it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. And the distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls are now available on triple track putters from Odyssey. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. And Jason Sobel will join us here in just a, a little bit. We'll catch up with him. But let's get right into the schedule change, Bob, because this is important stuff. Again, the PGA Tour coming out and saying, all right, we're ready to roll here in June. Again, everything willing that we can move forward. First four events, which essentially is a month, create basically all the month of June. No spectators. So the first chance you have to go see a golf tournament is going to be in July. But at least we can get some golf underway, hopefully. So what does it look like right now? Well, we from right now till then, we've got five to six weeks. So a lot can change with this whole situation, this crazy situation that we're dealing with in the next five to six weeks. But as we said, the first four events will not be attended by uh, patrons or by gallery. Um, Those would be the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas, the RBC Heritage Harbor Town Links. Then you've got the Travelers Championship at River Highlands in Connecticut and the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. Those will be followed by the John Deere Classic. That's normally the the event that is prior to the Open Championship. Now it will be prior to this year, the Memorial Tournament. Then the 3M Open after that, there will be a WGC event the following week which will be an opposite field of the Barracuda Championship in um, Truckee, California. That will be followed by the PGA Championship at TPC Harding Park in August, the Wyndham Championship, and then you have the the last three events of the year um, in the playoffs, the Northern Trust in, in Boston, the BMW Championship at Olympia Fields in Chicago, and then the Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Club in Atlanta, and that will be the end of the 2019-20 PGA Tour season. So here's the one I want to talk about, Bob, the John Deere Classic. I just think this is a good example of what this COVID is doing to our schedule. Normally, the John Deere is one of those events where if you haven't quite gotten into the Open Championship, you know, which is typically played the week after the John Deere, you know, the guys will give it a go and try to earn a last spot into the Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, most of the players have headed across the pond. They're getting themselves acclimated to the time change and the that type of that style of golf, you know, links golf and all that kind of thing. So I, I find this interesting. While the Memorial is the week after the John Deere, and at this stage, Having not had a major championship this year, it's going to feel somewhat like a major championship being there at Memorial. But I, I have to think that a, that a tournament like John Deere is going to get a high, high quality of field. I just can't see where these players have been cooped up. They've not been able to play. They know that they have a limited schedule. They have to fight their way. And even some of the top players in the world are way down the list on the FedEx Cup points. So if they want to make a run at those FedEx Cup points and get themselves in a good position and opportunity to win the FedEx Cup and all the bonus that goes along with it, they're going to have to make up some ground with some good play. And that's why I love the fact that you're going to see a lot of players with some big fields at some of these events, providing the schedule does go off as it currently is is constituted over the last couple of days. Do you agree I with agree that? with you. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So there's only 14 events left in the 1920, the 1920 season schedule. There's only 14. Mm. Okay, four of those are going to be taken up by smaller field events. You've got the Northern Trust, which will be like 125, the BMW, which will be down to 100 and or 75, and the Tour Championship down to 25. And you've got the World Golf Championship, which is going to be about seven. All the rest of them 70, are during yeah. all the 70. Yeah. All the rest of them are going to be during summer hours, long, long times of the day. So you're going to see 144 to 156 man fields for all the rest of the golf tournaments. So having said that, you think about the guys that, like you said, are low on the FedEx Cup point standings. Guys that it, this is their first year on tour. They've come off of the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, guys that that lost their card on the PGA Tour and had to requalify to get back onto the PGA Tour. And a lot of the go, those guys don't have great status because they haven't reshuffled yet. Right. Um, and so these fields are going to be packed. People are going to want to get in and play in those tournaments because, first of all, they got they got to make some money. Second of all, they've got to they've got to increase their opportunity to get into those last three events of the year, and uh, it's it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun to watch because there's going to be a lot of great players playing a lot of these tournaments. Yeah, I mean, look right now, if you look at it, guys that are outside the top thirty for the Tour Championship, and granted, you would say, well, there's still a lot of there's a lot of room to go. Well, there is, but is there? We don't know. We don't know if we'll be playing in June. We there there's definitely players out there that speculate that Colonial isn't going to happen. It's going to be too soon, but. Guys that are currently outside the top 30, Tony Finau, Gary Woodland, who's the reigning U.S. Open champion, um, Adam Hadwin, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Matt Kuchar, Max Homa, um, Billy Horschel, former FedEx Cup champ. I mean, I'm just kind of going through a few of the of yeah. the names here. Tommy Fleetwood is outside. Um, and then you get outside the top 70, and let's see. I know, I know there's some big names in here that – that wouldn't quite make it. And um, Phil Mickelson, for instance, uh, finds yep. himself currently at number 89. Ricky Fowler is currently at number 94. So that that's the kind of idea I wanted. I mean, there are, there are, there are players. Jordan Spieth is at 110. Um, guys, guys got some room to make up, and they have very few events. So that that's why not even just the guys that are new to the tour, for instance. Or haven't had a chance, but some of the guys that just haven't played exactly. for one reason or another, they've they've got some work to do. I mean, Jim Furyk's at one sixty eight. Um, I mean, it's 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 a little surprising the the the, the how where some of these people stand um, because Justin Rose is two hundred five, two hundred five, Bob. Justin Rose. Well, a lot of times these guys, these Brooks Kepka is two thirteen. Yeah. Who? Brooks Kepka? Kepka. Yeah, 213. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of times these guys wouldn't even be concerned. And they wouldn't be concerned because, oh, we've got the rest of the tour schedule to play. Well, they've been off for two months. So they've they've missed out on, you know, four to, four to eight opportunities to play, let alone compacting everything down in again even further and not having majors to play in. All these – some of these guys – were exempt in all these majors and they had opportunities to pick up a lot of points by being exempt into the majors and the world golf championships. We missed a, a world golf match play championship. So 
it's it's really interesting how this is all going to shake out. And if they can't start in June and push it back even further, then we're going to lose, you know, another month. We're going to lose another month and uh, and and four and four events. And here's here's some of the things I'm hearing, Bob, from uh, from some sources out there on tour. Uh, they're hearing that there is going to be no corn fairy playoff or graduation. So think about the unlucky situation that you find yourself in. If you happen to have lost your card last year and you yeah. ended up on the corn ferry and you were going to go out there and, you know, kick some butt and make it back on. Now, I suppose if you went out and won three events, you get the battlefield promotion. Yeah, of course you would. But otherwise now, now there was a caveat that I hear that maybe the top 10 off the corn ferry tour will get some conditional status, maybe some opposite field events for the 2020, 21 season. Um, Interesting also that if you were in the top 125 entering the, the 1920 season and you finish inside the top 126 to 150, so you just miss out on keeping your card full right. status, they're going to create right. some sort of t- conditional status. We'll call okay. it COVID status. I like you COVID threw that status. out there. You get a COVID status where you're going to be ahead of the normal 126 to 150. So you're going to have some preference. But again, look how this is all going to bunch up for next year's fields. And then this is the one I'm hearing that is significant for some players. Winners on the PGA Tour from 2018, 2019, and 2020, they'll get an additional year on their winner's exemption because this year was essentially cut short. So consider that if you won two years ago and you're on the last year of your winner's exemption and you didn't have enough money to or enough time to go out and play enough events to to keep your card, you're not going to get um, – COVID's not going to essentially steal your right. one year of eligibility. So you would get right. that for next year as well. So anyways, kind of some interesting thing. Now those, from what I understand, the, the, the pack or the player advisory council still has to meet and, and have those actions ratified. But it sounds to me like that's kind of what we are, what we are seeing. So some interesting provisions and exceptions and, and considerations being made and taken in order to justify the, the, the situation that is unprecedented out there in, in the PGA on the PGA tour. Yeah. There's far more ramifications to this whole thing besides guys just getting back out and playing golf. It's all the feeder tours into it, all the feeder tours into the corn Ferry tour, everything that's happening with those, all the tours that the PGA tour handles plus um, everything from the corn Ferry tour feeding into the PGA tour. And it's, it's kind of crazy how yeah. it's all going, but you know what? They're, they're talking daily and they're figuring this thing out so that it's, it's most equitable for everybody. Yeah. And you know, what we need to talk about that. We still haven't hit Bob is what are the darn storylines? If we're going to kick this thing back up in five, six weeks, what oh, are yeah. the actual storylines in the game? What, you know, it's been a month or so. And I kind of forget like, what is, what is it that was, what was happening? What were the prevailing storylines? Uh, what were we looking forward to? Who was playing well? Who were we anxious to see play well? So all of those things we're still going to hit during this show. Uh, but coming up next, as promised, Jason Sobel, senior writer from the Action Network, joins us. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, 
Even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Appreciate you joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the all-new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. Check out the ball that changed the ball. It's changed again. You can check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Well, we're talking about some of the new schedule that's been announced, uh, some interesting things. We're hoping, certainly, 
that this schedule will be able to go off as it currently constituted uh, just the, as of this week. And that, again, who knows, right? Everything seems to be such a fluid situation, but it is at least nice to have something to look forward to. And uh, we're hoping that that will be able to be played, even if the first month means no spectators. It'll be nice to see some guys out there playing golf. And we're pleased to welcome to the show a good friend of ours. He's a senior golf writer and uh, just a really fabulous journalist and entertainer on social media. He writes for the Action Network now, and his name is Jason Sobel. You know him, you love him. Hey, Jason, what's up, man? What's up, fellas? Good to talk to you again. How you guys doing? <laughs> Good, and happy anniversary of the Ace. That was uh, this hey. week a year ago, huh? This week a year ago, I, I never even would have thought about it, except Teddy Greenstein, the, uh, the fourth member of our foursome that time at uh, Palmetto, uh, tweeted out the video of it. So I got a nice little reminder in, in my uh, Twitter feed about it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you wouldn't have thought about it? Are you serious? That was your first hole-in-one. I'm not sure I would have thought about the actual anniversary, though. You know what I've done with the ball, guys? I've done something really special with the ball. Okay. It's sitting on my nightstand right next to all my, like my wallet, my watch, and I still haven't done anything with it. That's exactly what I've done with it. <laughs> you don't have it in a little three-pronged thing or up in a little shadow box? Nothing, huh? As soon as I got home that day, I said, okay, I'm getting a little trophy for this. I'm going to like put it up somewhere. It's going to be great. And what happened was actually because every time, you know, I get a son playing and I'll have a ball in my pocket and get home and throw a ball in my nightstand when I get in, take all the stuff out of my pockets. And uh, at one point I had about a dozen balls sitting there. I go, oh, no, I'm not sure which one it is. And I, I went through them all and I figured it out. So I at least have identified the ball. But uh, I'm still just sitting there and doing nothing. Hey, just go ahead and ride on it. I mean, that's what I did with mine. Yeah. I've only had one. Put the date on it, um, and, uh, and and then at least you'll you'll know. Hey, you know what? I I imagine that you were probably in that camp that couldn't resist giving Phil Mickelson a bad time for his leap in 2004 upon that putt falling on the 72nd <laughs> hole. Let me tell you what, something, uh, buddy. Uh, you got some air and you jumped. I mean, I. I I had adrenaline too. I don't know how I caught you, but you 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 had a good you had a good vert coming right at me, and uh, when, when that ball went in the hole, man. You, Brian, are a little bit bigger than me. Not much, a lot bigger. It's a little bit bigger than me. I almost got you down. I, I almost. I, I had some uh, some force and velocity coming at you. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I just that remember so seeing fun. Jason's eyes. He turned around. and He goes. Who am I coming at? I'm like, all right. It's like, apparently I'm the guy and just, just full on. <laughs> and, and you guys, and Bob, I, I know you remember this because in the video that Teddy sent, as I'm walking up to the green, you see a ball that's two feet past the hole. And Bob, yep. that, that was yours. You almost aced it like right before me. I mean, literally 10 seconds before me, you went up first. You almost knocked it into two bounces, went just past the hole. And then I hit it on the exact same line that went in. Um, it easily could have been reversed, but it's pretty cool that the video shows a ball. I mean, that wasn't someone chipping up and trying to make a par. That was your yep. tee shot right there. And as you said afterwards, never lost to the kick in two. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say that I made a kick in two and I lost the hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That was a fun, that was a fun, fun round. And obviously add a hole in one to it, but that was, 
that, that's a pretty special place. I mean, that golf course has been around a long time and, and it's that, those are the kind of things really that, you know, to be honest that I miss. I mean, we, we were just talking before we came on the air that, you know, that you're out playing a little bit of golf and we've been able to get out and play some golf out here in Utah as well, which is great. And you do it with the safety standards, but it, while that is therapeutic, one of the things that is cut out is the clubhouse is closed. There's no sitting around and talking about your round and the, just the social aspect of the game is, is really, really important. I mean, the recreation and the competition and the challenge and all of that is great, but uh, the man, without the social uh, part of it, to me, it's, it's really missing. And I think we're all longing for some sense of normalcy for that as soon as possible. I agree. Uh, it's the worst thing that happens for the likes of us who are still playing golf right now and most of the country uh, can't play golf is that we can't socialize and have a beer with the guys after a round. I, I, it's really not the worst thing. It's a pretty easy sacrifice for us, just the fact that we can get out there and a lot of people can't right now. But again, like you said, be safe. You know, you, you stay away from people. You don't touch anybody else's stuff. You use hand sanitizer, leave the flag sticks in, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's a pretty safe activity. I mean, it, it's safer than going to the grocery store, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So, you know, if you if we'd have been playing this year and you made the hole-in-one, I would have to go all Lucy to your Charlie Brown with the football if you came flying oh, at me, just in the, you know, just for social distancing purposes. I'd had to let you fall. I mean, that might be the best thing about this. If we went back this year and, and one of us, I won't say me, but one of us made a hole-in-one. I mean, you can't even high-five. Actually, I was in a group with a guy two weeks ago, a good friend of mine who made a hole-in-one. And I mean, literally, it was just elbow bumps. I mean, it just it was yep. kind of anticlimactic at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Go hug a tree. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of weird things and a lot, of, a lot of crazy things. We haven't seen golf in a long time on the PGA Tour, you know, after the first round of the – of the uh, the players, we we've missed uh, the match play. We've missed the Masters, but now it looks like we have a revised schedule starting in June. If uh, if that comes to pass, that runs through the Tour Championship. Your thoughts so far? You know, guys, I was cautiously optimistic when the schedule came out, and then uh, earlier on Thursday morning, they uh, they had a conference call for some media guys with a couple of uh, PGA Tour executives, and I came away from it almost a little more pessimistic than I was before, and I, I almost wish that instead of promoting the schedule as here it is, here's what we're doing, and here's how we're going to move forward, I wish the PGA Tour said, here's our plan. Look, we have no idea if the plan is going to come to fruition. Uh, we don't know if we'll be ready to play golf in two months, but here's at least a plan for what we might be able to do if we can play golf. And I think that would have softened it just a little bit because speaking with those executives, boy, there are a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of fluidity still. Um, quite, quite honestly, they, they didn't have answers to a lot of the questions that are out there, a lot of the questions that any of us would ask. Uh, is there going to be mandatory testing for players, caddies, officials, anybody that's on site? The answer is, yeah, we'd like to, but, you know, obviously the testing uh, priority is for those who really need it, those who are sick and those who are in hospitals and those on the front lines who are helping to fight this right now and not for golfers. And, you know, my follow-up question was, well, if, if you're able to do testing and somebody tests positive, what does that mean? Does that player have to self-isolate in the city that's not his hometown for the next two weeks? Does the entire tournament field has to isolate because they might have been exposed to that player. And really they didn't quite have answers for that. And that, 
it's okay. I mean, we're still two months away. They don't have to have every answer for everything right now, but it still seems like a lot is up in the air right now. So with that said, do you expect or not expect to see golf at Colonial? It's a great question. I, I, I don't know. I'm probably less than 50-50 right now. I mean, honestly, guys, there there's a 14-day quarantine period for anybody entering the state of Texas right now. So if that's not lifted by the beginning of June, I don't see any way how they can play at Colonial just because you can't expect PGA Tour players and caddies to arrive two weeks in advance of the tournament, sit in their hotel rooms, and wait until the tournament starts. That, that doesn't seem like a feasible plan. So if the quarantine is not lifted by then, I, I'm not sure how you start with an event in Texas. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, well, let, let's let's just assume. This is one of the questions I want to entertain. Let's assume it does happen. Um, mm-hmm. The One of the things I find intriguing is the uh, John Deere Classic, for instance. Let's just see. I mean, it could be any number of events, but this one stands out to me because typically it's the week before the Open Championship. Most of the big names have already gone across the pond. They're acclimating. They're getting used to Lynx golf, and there's a few that are hanging on trying to qualify or or do what they can and then take that charter over. So I I look at this and I think, okay, everyone has been quarantined. Everybody has been sidelined and everyone's anxious to get out and play. Maybe from a knock the rust standpoint to I'm anxious for some competition to I have sponsor obligations to try to get my bag logos and hat logos and shirt logos out on TV, all of those types of things. And then there's also, hey, I need to get some FedEx Cup money. Brooks Kepka's 213 right now on the FedEx Cup point. So um, from, from that standpoint, it makes me think that a John Deere suddenly has the field equivalent of the memorial, which is the following week. And, and I wonder, one, that's exciting for the event, but the ramifications of that for the those with lesser status could also be interesting in the fact that they might not get into you know many events uh, with, the, with this type of schedule. There are a whole lot of repercussions and ramifications. I tend to think that the elite players are going to play a schedule similar to what they would have played anyway because you've got to remember, from the start of, and again, this is ideal situation, everything gets played as is scheduled right now. From the first round of the PGA Championship to the final round of the Masters, it's 101 days. In that span, we've got three majors, the FedEx Cup playoffs, and oh, by the way, a Ryder Cup in that span. That's a lot of golf, a lot of important golf for these players. So I I just don't think that because there was a three-month suspension of play from the PGA Tour that all of a sudden Rory and Brooks and Tiger and John Rahm and everybody else is going to show up at Colonial and Harbortown and the John Deere just because they're itching to get out and play. I I tend to think that these guys are still going to pick and choose their spots. Now, you might still have better fields for the John Deere than you would have before because there's no open championship the week after. I I think that's uh, pretty much undeniable, but I I still don't think it's going to be quite as good as a memorial type of field. Mm. Interesting. Right. You know, the Wyndham, the Wyndham is, is now placed between the PGA Championship and the Northern Trust, which is the first round of the playoffs. They've, there's, there's one that a lot of those guys that are on the fringe are going to get in that event or um, because not many of the, the top players are going to have to worry about that coming off the PGA and then going to the Northern Trust a week, well, a week and a half later. Yeah, uh, you know, the, 
and it's something the PGA Tour is looking into, who would lose their cards, who would gain their cards from the Corn Ferry Tour. There's been mention of sort of a hybrid type of uh, promotion relegation deal where, you know, maybe some of the guys would kind of lose their cards and some of the guys from the Corn Ferry would kind of gain their cards, but not completely and totally for the 2021 season. And again, that all remains to be seen. And those questions being unanswered, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, that is further down the line. We're yep. going to figure it out at some point. Uh, and you know what? I mean, I was talking to another player about this earlier today, and we were talking about, man, it's a shame for the Corn Ferry guys who are trying to get their cards this year. They might have to play the Corn Ferry for one more year instead. I, I tend to think that, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. If that's the worst thing, if that's the thing as a golf fan that's bothering you the most, it's it's probably not that bad, quite honestly. And and I hate to say it like that. I hate to uh, lose the sense of importance that it might have for these specific players. But quite honestly, uh, it, at some point it will all come around. At some point, if you're good enough, you will make it out on the PGA Tour. And if you're not, then you won't. Yeah, I think you're you're right on. It, there, there's going to everyone's disrupted, and and so you're right. Uh, as far as what could be or worst case, it's it's not being on one of the PGA tours. That's not probably worst case scenario out there for sure. Hey, Jason, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Always good insights. And here's hoping. Here's hoping that we'll see some of that schedule come to fruition, and uh, we'll have some golf to watch besides some of the reruns. But thanks for all you're doing, man. Always good to check in with you. Yeah, great to speak with you too, guys. And fingers crossed, hopefully we'll have some golf in, uh, in a couple months now. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Jason Sobel, the Action Network, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks to Jason Sobel for joining us. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio, presented by Callaway Golf. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. Golf Channel's Rex Hoggard is going to stop by as well. His thoughts on this new schedule announcement and uh, expected to catch up with Boyd Summerhays, uh, teacher extraordinaire to the likes of Tony Finau and others out there on the PGA Tour. So uh, we'll look forward to the back nine coming up momentarily. But first, it's time for our See What You've Been Missing, brought to you by Hoops Vision. Now's a great time to get to hoopsvision.com. Schedule your free consultation, and when they're able to do elective surgeries, you'll be right on the list and take advantage of our special offer. Mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure at hoopsvision.com. Bob, what are we missing besides everything these days? Well, through... uh the Arnold Palmer Invitational, 22 events have been played on the PGA Tour. The new schedule says, subject to change, will now consist of 36 events total for the 1920 season. That will include a FedEx, the FedEx Cup playoffs, one um, WGC event, and one major championship. The great thing about that, we're going to have six majors in the next year, 2020 to 2021. Six majors. Yeah. Well, six majors. Yeah, there you go. Well... All right, so what you might be missing if you're not playing well in the next uh, 16 months is uh, seven major championships that are going yep. to be contested in that span. Uh, that's brought to you by Hoops Vision. Go to hoopsvision.com, schedule your free LASIK consultation today. Mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000. Stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two is next. 